Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. We have changed hotels. We are now out staying at some Marriott by the, uh, I was almost going to say by the airport. That's not it. We're obviously out seeing some friends, seeing what's going on in Southern California today, but it is 730 and we must do the daily financial news. In order to get a streak of a thousand days in a row, you've got to do it even when you are on vacation. So here we go. Saturday, August 13th, I believe. This is what I got for you on the daily financial news. First, looks like Peloton is uh, slashing some jobs, closing some stores, and you guessed it, raising some prices. We are uh, really in an interesting environment where some of the darlings from the pandemic are really trying to figure out who are they going to be as companies post-pandemic. On top of that, we've got Best Buy cutting some uh, jobs across the country uh, after warning of sales. We're going to get some key economic data next week, uh, one of them being retail sales. What do you think? It's, It's generally been negative for retailers who have reported so far, so It'll be interesting to see uh, what retail sales come out next week. We will do a look look ahead uh, here in a minute for both earnings reports and economic data. But the big number of the week uh, comes out on Thursday. Thursday, folks, we get July existing home sales. This was the number that I called uh, last month, July 20th, as the inflection point. This will be... July data reported in August. And let's have an over-under together. Uh, I'm going to put out 4.8 million. 4.8 million. Remember, we started last year, we did 6.9 million transactions. Last year, I was calling for a crash in transactions. A a crash from 6.9 to 4.8. Kind of feels like a crash to me. It's almost 30%. Remember, we are talking about a crash of 30 to 50%. So again, uh, lots of stuff coming, so let's get into that. We did get consumer sentiment data on Friday. Uh, It was better than expected. Uh, Really, all week, the economic data was better than expected, right? CPI, better than expected. PPI, better than expected. Consumer sentiment, better than expected. Kind of three for three. When you really step back and look at the data and ask yourself why, it's all about the gas pump, in my opinion. If you look inside CPI, certainly when you look inside core, it's not getting better. Core was flat. Headline was down. The Fed's got more work to do. The gas pump, you know, I don't know if it's true. Uh, but I keep I see some messages from all of you, so thank you very much. I do read my comments, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Is it true that we are still releasing 1 million barrels a day from Strategic Reserve? Is that true? I don't know. No idea. If you keep doing that, eventually you run out, right? 1 million barrels a day? 
I don't know. We got to see. I got to go look that up. But uh, we've had gas prices down 40, 60, 70 days in a row. So good news. Where I'm going with this is consumers are happy that gas is going down. Consumer sentiment spiked. It went from 50 to like 55, which is a pretty big move for one month. Gas, gas, gas. So what do we got for next week? Let's talk about earnings first, economic data second. Uh, We're going to come out hot on Monday. Uh, We're going to hear from Compass. Compass obviously is in real estate business. Last quarter, they made waves. I believe Compass talked about an 8% drop in headcount, meaning layoffs, uh, and some pretty bad numbers. I don't see how it gets any better, right? We are now seeing the crash up close and personal in transactions. Uh, So we shall see. Weber. Weber, as I recall, last quarter reported an ugly number. Apparently, a lot of their grills are stacking up at uh, Walmart and Target and other retailers. So we shall see. Tuesday. Tuesday, we get some looky-loos on retail sales. Home Depot and Walmart. Walmart is going to be interesting. Are people trading down? Are people leaving Walmart for the dollar stores? It is pretty tough out there. Right, the consumers are trading down. Near as I can tell, most consumers are trading down. Uh, so we will see if that hits or helps Walmart. Right? Are they losing more people than they're gaining, or vice versa? It will be interesting. Home Depot, we're seeing less transactions. Right, about thirty percent already. What does that mean for Home Depot? Do it yourself. We did. We did a lot of things. We pulled forward a lot of demand. We've already painted the bedroom. We've already redid the kitchen. It feels to me like Home Depot could be in some trouble, but hey, who knows? Let's see. We will find out on Tuesday. Wednesday, uh, not to be outdone, we got Home Depot on Tuesday. Lowe's comes out the next day. Again, what is going on with Lowe's? The difference really in Lowe's and Home Depot is their professional business. Lowe's over the last two years has been taking market share. Uh, and we will see when that happens. Cisco. Cisco Systems to me is uh, the tech company that I look to for rest of world, right? What is going on rest of world? Cisco is the standard, right? There was a time when I was younger, you could not get fired for buying, buying IBM. That was the running joke. I now believe Cisco is that answer in tech. So what is going on rest of world? My guess, Europe, slow. Asia, slow. Uh, but we will get validation from Cisco on Wednesday. Uh, then we get Target. Target, right? We got Walmart Tuesday, Target Wednesday. What is going on? Inventory shocks. Are they bleeding it off? Are, how is margin? Man, margins could be in trouble at Target. And then we got TJX, right? One of those discount retailers. Again, like Walmart, are people trading down? Uh, would be very interesting to see. Thursday, applied materials, right? What is going on with applied materials? We have Kohl's and Ross stores. Again, very, very retail oriented next week. And then Friday, uh, we have Deer and Foot Locker. So again, a lot of interesting reports Monday through Friday next week. What is going on with the consumer? Uh, What is going on with rest of world? Deer is also a rest of world play, much like Cisco is. As for economic data, we get a lot of real estate information uh, next week. I'm suspecting most bad, 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 but let's get into it. Uh, Monday, Home Builder Index. 
I know a lot of people out there are talking about that. The home builders, you know, they're discounting, doing all of those things. Um, and they are, don't get me wrong. But again, I believe this is just good business. What I expect to happen is home builders will blow out existing inventory as they should, freeing up cash flow. And then, folks, they are going to slow, slow, slow down. This is, this is going to be shocking how slow and how well they manage their cash flow. And if home builders are slowing down, guess what that means? Less inventory and they won't discount. Folks, that's where we are going. It probably bleeds into next year because, again, they have a lot of work in process. And believe me, they will finish those. But they are going to delay. They are going to lay off. The real estate, the real estate builders today are far more attuned to the market. Uh, so we will, see, uh, we will see on Monday. Tuesday, housing starts. Again, I expect this to be a bad, bad number, but a good, good business. Housing starts should crash. Hey, if you're having to discount everything, why build more? So again, I think a lot of builders, we hear about a lot of uh, permits and all of this inventory that's coming. Folks, it ain't coming. Builders are going to delay. They're going to they're gonna skin, the, skin the houses to make sure they're watertight and just wait. They're going to slow down. Builders will not push inventory into a slowing market. That's not what they're going to do. They are going to shock us with how slow they go. Wednesday, retail sales. This is an important one, right? We just talked about earlier that gas, gas falling, let's call it a dollar, a dollar a gallon, uh, made consumers happy, made them feel good. Historically, a happy consumer is a spending consumer. So we will see what happened in retail sales. I actually think, yeah, I'll say it. I think retail sales will surprise up. I think it's going to surprise to the upside. Thursday, we get jobless claims. Are we still trending up? Are we staying below the 300,000? These are weekly numbers. And then the big number of the week, big number of the week, Thursday, existing home sales. Yep, existing home sales. Remember, July 20th, we talked about it. It came out at 5.12. As I think we talked about a couple weeks ago, folks, we're going down, down, down. I suspect uh, we're going to do the over-under together at 4.8 million. 4.8 million homes. Again, that's a run rate. There aren't actually 4.8 million transactions. It's a seasonal average. Um, but I'm going to take the under. I think there's a good chance that we do something under 4.8 million homes. Remember, we started at 6.9. This real estate crash in transactions is almost complete at 30%. Remember, that was my minimum, 30% crash to 50% crash. It is going to be fast, it is going to be wicked, and it is valuable. Uh, I know a lot of people on YouTube want to talk about a pricing crash, and they are wrong. Uh, they've been wrong for a long time. They've been wrong since 2012. We are seeing a transaction crash right now, uh, and most people are not talking about it. So that is Thursday. Uh, we also have Five Fed speakers, at least five Fed speakers uh, talking next week. Uh, they are going to be talking up my suspicion rates. 
Uh, they're going to be talk about probably talking about, hey, 75 or 50 is on the table for September. We are not close to being done. Uh, there's more and more talk about getting to 4%. Uh, I think the Fed does not like to see uh, the stock market up. Um, my, again, if you gave them truth serum, I would think they would admit that that's, uh, an un, that's unexpected. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but I was forwarded this article, and I think it is very interesting, right? We are one rental at a time. That is the channel you are on. And MetLife Investment Management is talking about Wall Street coming to eat our lunch. Apparently, Wall Street, it is estimated, has 700,000 single-family homes today. Roughly speaking, there are 14 million single-family rentals. We need to watch this, folks. Be careful. I have had articles and data over the last couple of years that our number of single-family rentals is falling, right? Where we are seeing places that uh, we're seeing sellers who are frustrated by eviction moratoriums and all this other over-regulation. They are kicking tenants out and selling. Who is coming behind us? Wall Street. It is estimated that by 2030, let's call it eight years, that uh, Wall Street may increase their ownership of single-family rentals from 700 grand, 700,000 to 7.6 million. Roughly speaking, folks, that's a million a year. Uh, again, the source of this is MetLife Investment Management. You can Google and look that up. Uh, it is estimated that in 2030, Wall Street will own 40% of all single-family rentals. Um, my opinion. I don't see it, at least at those numbers. Will Wall Street be bigger by 2030? Of course. Of course they will. Uh, I sus this, is just an this is just reality. I think of Wall Street right? Hedge funds, you know, private equity, whatever it is. If private equity ever got to like 10, 15, 20% of single family rentals, we're not talking apartments. We're not talking any of that stuff. Single family rentals, the American dream. Wall Street would lose their, I'm sorry, Washington DC would lose their mind. You want to talk about Wall Street politicians losing it? Uh, they want to see the big, greedy private equity owning 20% of single-family rentals. I don't think it's happening. Uh, will they get to 10%? Probably. Could they double in eight years? Sure. Right, seven, 700 to 1.4? I could see that. I could see 10%. I could see 15, right? That'd be 2.1. But that's about it. That's just my opinion. Let me know what you think. Do you think Wall Street's coming? The other thing to think about, again, just playing with this with you live, if Wall Street really is going to buy 7 million single-family rentals, how could we have a pricing crash? Seriously. I mean, really. Wouldn't Wall Street come in and put a floor under housing? Again, I don't think, we get, I don't think Wall Street has 7 million more homes to buy. But if we're just going to have a conversation, let's have a conversation. How does, how does real estate prices crash if Wall Street can come in and buy for cash or at least 
you know, a low LTV at 50% or something. I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. Kind of crazy. Neil, Neil uh, Kashkari is out talking about the Fed and uh, that rates need to go to at least 4% by the end of the year, uh, perhaps 4.5% by the summer of next year, uh, kind of in line with what, uh, what I have going on. Uh, Bank of America is out saying we are uh, lined up for a 50 basis point uh, in September, a 50 basis point in November, and a 25 in December, right? So again, another 1.25. Uh, I agree. Uh, I think we are set up for uh, a rate hike at each meeting. Uh, good news is I've been saying that for quite a while. Uh, I think the Fed raises every meeting going forward. Got some data from Realtor.com. Realtor.com is putting out some data. I'm reading more and more about that. Uh, but remember, remember what you and I have been talking about. I put out a concept months ago that the Fed broke housing. And we are starting to see this information, right? The Fed broke housing. What do I mean by that? What's in the data? New listings. New listings. Hear this. New listings down 8% year on year. New listings are down five weeks in a row. Five weeks in a row. What does this mean? Well, remember what I said. Mom and dad sitting around the kitchen table. They might want to take a shot. Then we're going to stay put. We have interest rate lock-in. Folks, we've done the math together. I've asked 10 or 12 people on this channel to do the math, right? Take your 2.8, trade up, get a six. What happens to your payment? 200%. This is not happening, folks. The housing market is broken. The housing market is broken. Uh, we are going to start to see cancellations and expires explode. I've been obviously at a re uh, re real estate event the last couple of days, and everybody is telling me about cancellations and expires exploding. This is the behavior that we should expect. The move-up market is dead. First-time homebuyers are struggling. There's nothing there going on. Active listings are up 30.7%, largest jump in history. Uh, largest jump in one month, active listings. Days on market are expanding. These are the things that will happen. Days on market, 35 days are greater. Uh, just so you know, normal days on market, a la 2019, uh, 61 days. So we are, I don't know, call it halfway there, maybe 60% of the way there. So again, folks, thank you for watching. Uh, I did see a question about, did I call the 08 crash? Of course not. Uh, I wrote a book called One Rental at a Time where we started buying homes in 2002 before the crash. We did not call the crash. I did not see it coming. I certainly did not see a 75% crash. But we did 1031 out of houses into apartments at the peak. So we did just okay. But no, I've never said I called the crash. Would never be that arrogant because uh, I didn't, and I certainly didn't know it would fall 75%. So, folks, that's what I got for you today. Um, does it look like I can get the video uh, of my keynote talk yesterday? So what I might try to do is just do a live stream sometime this weekend where I uh, just do my talk track again. It was no PowerPoints. It was just a discussion. So don't be surprised if I do a live stream sometime this weekend 
It'll probably be about 30 minutes. Uh, it was aimed at real estate agents, real estate brokers, and real estate investors. It was not aimed at first-time homebuyers. Uh, but I do want to give that recorded. Uh, something I've always done on this channel is when I get the opportunity to speak in public, I always share that presentation with all of you uh, so you can see what my thoughts are up to date. So again, folks, have an amazing day. It is Saturday, August 13th. Go out there, do the work, get your buy box, document what's going on. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.